Hey, everybody, this is Amazing Fantasy Football. I am Chris, and that guy is... I, I'm Chris. You are Josh. Nice ah, curveball, I got gotcha. <laughs> Hey, well, he's been gone so long. We've been gone so long, swing. I forgot who I was. That was a check swing. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm going to... I'm gonna. I figured I'd throw him off with that one. I came up with it earlier today. I've been waiting. I've been worked. waiting for it. <laughs> it almost. Worked. Uh, Chris, we've been we've been gone for a couple weeks due to your yeah. absence. With um, I, you died. I yeah, you went you I went died. to purgatory. I died um, in Texas for yep, a while. Died mm -hmm. in Texas, the fatherland. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, how was your trip? It was great. It was amazing. I hadn't seen my parents uh, in quite some time. My sister and her family. A uh, handful of friends. Uh, Thanksgiving is uh, probably my favorite holiday um, just because it kind of, I don't know, it's, it doesn't have that extra layer of gifts and all that uh, to it. So it's a little less stressful. Uh, plus the Cowboys play uh, awfully, uh, you know, every single year. So, you know, there's that good old family tradition too. Uh, but no, the trip was amazing. Uh, and really just a my wife and I both needed a, a break uh, just away from the day-to-day -day break from the house and I feel refreshed because of it so ready to rock I took uh I took some time off from work right I, right I mean I don't I don't have to work on Thanksgiving or the day after either so it's already a long weekend took a couple extra days and I drank too much <laughs> bum, bum, bum. <laughs> I did my fair share of that too my, uh, yeah uh, lots of wine and, and and food it was good times it was a lot of Whatever the hell I wanted to drink, <laughs> I got creative. You know, I tried some, oh, I tried some cocktails. Was, uh, yeah, I was about to say one night was uh, White Russians with me and my buddy. Don't but like they them. tasted. They tasted good. It's don't bad. like them. I, I, I don't customarily do it, but they tasted great. They sure did. Okay. Um, what is the what is the opposite of a White Russian? It's the um... there's three variations: uh, white uh, White Russian, Black Russian, and a Colorado Bulldog. Of which. Aren't the black, black Russian and a Colorado Black Russian is a splash thing? of Coke with no cream. A white Russian is no splash of Coke, of course, with cream. Thereby making it more white. Ugh. And a Colorado Bulldog is both. Hence by making kind of that tan Bailey's kind of color. Ugh. I like yeah, him. No, but cream, I'm, I'm, no cream in my booze, please. Uh, again, I, because of that issue, I know not to frequent it. But it's it's great for the occasional cocktail, yeah. I was fine the next day, I think. I don't can we uh can we can we get a get a shot over at your wife where she's just going he was not fine folks i was fine i was fine i was fine anyways uh we're back after um after a couple weeks hiatus so i did i uh, did some solo streams on sunday mornings they were not disastrous let's put it that way um uh, everything, everything. I dotted my eyes and crossed my t's before I started the stream this time. And uh, Chris doesn't know this, but maybe he'll be doing this Sunday by himself because, oh yeah, sat this Saturday night. Uh -huh. Not to date this episode, but I mean, it, it's a weekly show about fantasy football. It's going to get dated by the Monday more Monday night. But um, <laughs> there Saturday is the Big Ten Championship. It's the Hawk Iowa Hawkeyes go Hawks um, against the Michigan Wolverines. Sweet. Two teams haven't Iowa. faced each other in like two years, so it'll be Iowa interesting. And Baylor made it. That's awesome. By some. Um, the ba some Baylor's not in the Big Ten. You know what I meant? No, I didn't actually. Big Twelve. They made the Big Twelve championship game. I was not because, in the Big Twelve. 
because Oklahoma State beat Oklahoma, and yeah, I think that was, it made it a big giant, a, a big giant kerfuffle. Yes. Yeah. Uh, let's 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 keep going here, man. We've already let's get back of, to pro. Let's get back to yeah. Let's get back uh, to so a it's game week thirteen. Um, there are four teams on by. The Carolina Panthers, the Cleveland Browns, the Green the Green Bay Packers, and the Tennessee Titans. Um, if there was ever was a team that needed a buy, it is probably oh the Baker goodness. Mayfield and the Tennessee Titans. Um, you said Baker Mayfield and the Tennessee Titans. I said Baker Mayfield from the Cleveland Browns and is what Tennessee I meant, Titans. and Tennessee gotcha. t- and the gotcha. Tennessee Titans as a whole. I was like, did I miss a trade? Did they pull some baseball magic and make a no. trade like with two games left in the season? <laughs> no. Um. <laughs> Chris, uh, one one thing. Uh, Chris, uh, Christian McCaffrey is out for the year with another sprained ankle, and and it's probably because yeah. the Carolina Panthers don't have a much of a chance to make the playoffs. Plus, true. I mean, it's, we're getting we're in, going into week thirteen now. He missed like at least six games with it last year. I'm done with Christian McCaffrey being a first round pick. Maybe I'll look at him in the third. If he's 100%, absolutely 100%, no nagging injury, not even a stub toe going into the... I I wonder if that big season back in 2019 kind of broke his body a little bit. How do you think about that? And he toted his fair... More more than his fair share in college, too. You have to put those miles yep. on his tires, too. Yep. Um, you know, a, a catch is a touch, as a carry is a touch, but I, I tend to think you can... You know, the smart players can get out of bounds or do this or do that and maybe mitigate some of that wear and tear. But he's just not the biggest guy. I would like to see him have a backfield mate. Uh, you know, I don't want to muddy the fantasy waters, but I'd rather see him be a 75% kind of guy and maybe extend his real what you're saying career. Is, instead of 24 points uh, when it, when, uh, every week when he's healthy, you'd be fine if it was 19 points. Yeah, yeah. With a little less usage. A little less usage, exactly. And I think he could be used in the slot, and he can be do with these creative things. Just and heck, I think the offensive guy. Well, here's the thing too. Here's the thing too is that that I just thought of is that is that sometimes when you're as a receiver, it doesn't count as a touch when you're getting blasted and you don't catch the ball. Yeah, like you you touched on it. The fact that they're probably out of the race, uh, almost mathematically, and then their quarterback situation and then on top of that their offensive line is just yeah bad really really bad i know they got some injuries i don't know the names off the top of my head but i know they're in a bad bad shape right now um steve and and uh shirley sue there was some interesting names for offensive linemen in the fl all right i didn't name them all right so we got week 13 sir i Uh, do you want to go first chris or or do you want or do you want me to I could go first. Okay. I've got the uh, Vikings at Lions. Uh, the real story here here is uh, two absent top running backs uh, for the Vikings. Uh, potentially is, two. Potentially yeah, two. Yeah, I do touch on that. Uh, Dalvin Cook is trending out again as he recovers from a dislocated left That's shoulder. the one I was talking about. He is definitely uh, out. Is it definite yet? Uh, Madison has been a plug-and-play guy uh, up against this Lions defense, both teams. Uh, our bottom five in rushing yards allowed. Uh, Madison is a smash play and should already be in your li- uh, on your roster and in your lineup this week. Madison already carded the Lions in week five for 113 rushing yards, caught seven of all seven of his targets, and, f- and a receiving score. Five stars for Alexander Madison, with Dalvin Cook out. Uh, as for Cousins and the passing attack, uh, I look elsewhere at quarterback, but Thielen and Jefferson are fine plays and should get some. Uh, scoring looks here. Uh, Cousins was underwhelming in week five versus the Lions, and his floor seems a bit low lately. 
Uh, so I'm going to give him 2.5 stars as a QB2 in Superflex uh, for Mr. Cousins. 3.75 stars for Jefferson and 3 for Thielen. Uh, Detroit's defense actually isn't all that uh, bad. And if I expect maybe only one touchdown toss from Cousins, you know, eh. So, but still, I give Jefferson a nod there with 3.75 stars over Thielen with 3. On to the Lions. Uh, no other options there. Yeah, yeah, that was it for the Vikings. On to the Lions. Uh, Swift and Hawkinson is all we care about on the Lions. Uh, Swift is out, as I mentioned. Uh, un quote, unlikely to play. Quote, a long shot. Uh, Swift had a great day versus the Vikings in Week 5, catching all six of his targets, scoring on the ground, and accumulating 104 scrimmage yards. Uh, coincidentally, Jamal Williams had 57 rushing yards that game. Not a ton. Not very great in fantasy, but... It's worth mentioning. Uh, I'm Doc Williams this week in a pinch uh, at a tough time of year for teams trying to, you know, jockey for the playoffs. But generally, the Lions like to use the tight ends and running backs, uh, you know, in their attack. So I'm going to give 3.25 stars for Williams, and that's probably definitely putting him in the flex conversation there for you. Mm -hmm. On to Hawkinson. Hawkinson has been disappointing, but he scored last week on Thanksgiving and uh, could get a look here. So I'm just going to give him three stars to just that weekly top 12 tight end nod because because you kind of have to put them in there. Uh, that's it for the uh, Vikings at Lions, sir. Chris, um, I, I, I gotta, I gotta say, uh, you, like my, there, my work league, but it's weird. Like there's bonuses for the quarterback. Like, so oh, and, uh, according like, to, yeah, cause pro, they definitely uh, need according bonuses. According to fantasy pros, <laughs> don't listen to this. According to fantasy mm -hmm. pros, Kirk Cousins scored 16 and a half points. Um, and he's actually doing okay. He's kind of on an every other week kind of big week. Yeah. Bad, uh, okay week. Big week. Okay week. Uh, so last and week. he's still only throwing like three three picks all year or something crazy like right. that. Right. Mm -hmm. In my work league, he scored like 27. Wow. Cause oh, it's because like, of like big minuses for picks or something? Uh, no, it's 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 uh, something. There's some kind of bonus that like if he hits like X amount of yards and completion percent. I don't remember what it is. It's weird. Um, I was trying to look it up while you did it. And then you finished the matchup too quick, you jerk. Sorry, uh, yeah, I didn't include the Lions receivers or, or you know, nope. or or Conklin for the Vikings. It's just, yeah, we're, we're at that time of year, you know. We're, 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 we're down we know, we know who you are and we know what you are, <laughs> that sort of thing. Yep. I mean, if you get, like, really super desperate, maybe Khalif Raymond or Tyler Conklin, but that's only for big leagues. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know? And I expect a big running attack from the Vikings therefore that's what that's what I was going to say is that I think I wonder if, if that's what happened in week five because I don't remember week five um I can barely remember like three or four days ago but um I wonder if what happened in week five was that they just like they ran the ball they get up big and they there was a couple of like turnovers you know maybe like a pick six in there and there was just no reason to throw the ball you know like and if that's a, like like what the Jets like they're doing really good against quarterbacks and 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 wide receivers oh, right, mainly yeah. wide receivers, mm -hmm. but it's a lot of it is due to they're just like teams get up on them so big so quick that they don't need to throw the ball. Unlike the Colts, who get up so to get up to a ten point lead at halftime last week, and then they decide to continue to throw the ball, <laughs> and then they turn the ball over. And they literally have a guy in week 11 who had over 200 yards from scrimmage and five total touchdowns. Scored over 50 fantasy points. And uh, they decided to keep throwing the ball with their 
albeit not terrible quarterback. Didn't Wentz throw like three scores or something? Like he wasn't bad, bad. Two. Oh, oh okay, okay. Uh, this is all yeah. a segue into the Indianapolis Colts to the Houston Texans. Carson Wentz, I'm going to give him three and three quarter stars. Um, strap yourself in, folks, because we are going back to the week six, and it is going to be referenced a lot. So here we go. And by a lot, I mean uh, some. Um, week six was the first meeting of these two teams for the first time this year. The Colts roster is pretty similar to it, what it was back then. So it's not like, I mean, so we can do some pretty good um, one-to-one comparisons. The only difference here is that in week I'm sorry. Week six, it was um, in Indianapolis. This time, it's in Houston. Um, blah blah blah. Uh, in that game, Carson threw for 223 yards and two touchdowns. It's not bad, but not great either. The pa- the the Texans passing defense has been okay this year. I wonder if it's kind of one of those like their offense hasn't been that great, so they're not scoring points, and you know, blah blah blah. Need to play catch up, that sort of thing. Um. Anyways. Um. What was I? Where was I at here? Um, they're the 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 passing the Texans passing defense. They're only allowing seventeen point four pa- uh, points per game. Not a whole heck of a lot to get excited about wins here. But if you have Aaron Rodgers, he's a pretty good streaming option this week. Or if you're really pissed off at Russell Wilson, more on that in a little bit. Um, Carson Wentz deserves at least a look, and probably maybe more than a look. A real strong consideration for Wentz here. Um, I got another guy later on that. Maybe deserves it more than Wentz, but well, let's just start with Wentz. That's where we're at. Jonathan Taylor, five stars, of course. Um, he had an, a bit of an odd week last week. He racked up, he did rack up 83 yards and a touchdown, but like 50 of those yards were in the fourth quarter, and 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 also the touchdown was too. Don't ask me why. We already went over all this. I I don't understand what the Colts were doing last week. Um, but. I love it. I, I like every week. I love Jonathan Taylor because I have a jersey of his. Um, not only are the, are the Texans run defense giving up 21 points per game, which is the sixth worth, but JT shredded this same defense in week yeah. six for 145 yards and two touchdowns. And you know how he did it, Chris? He did it on 14 carries. Yep. Efficient. Mm, give, me, give me some JT this week. The only reason to fear JT is Frank Reich doing the same boneheaded thing again like last week, but I don't think th- I think they're going to write the ship. There was a lot of criticism over what happened last week. So, so, so and, real, real quick snapshot of next year. I mean, Henry gets hurt. You're probably out on CMC in the first. I mean, is Taylor the 101 going away? As long as this like continues, and, they, and 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 as long as um, Naeem Hines is more of a, a change-of-pace kind of pa- um, pass-catching option. Mm-hmm. Well, the game scripts have helped Taylor. The game scripts have they helped They have. But he can also catch, uh, like the, with the he's, best of them. He's been getting some receptions, too. He yeah, got yeah. a couple of receptions in that week in that week six game uh, game against the anyway, Texans as I just, well. I just it just, it wasn't for that. a lot of yards. It was just, mm-hmm. just kind of there. Um, yeah, I just want to get in that Taylor just, 101 comment. That's, yeah. Hard to be... say. It's hard to say that right now. It's way but too early, it's, but it's definitely top five for sure. Shoulder shrug. I was wrong. Shoulder shrug emoji. I'm like, I mean, what else are you gonna do? It's he's, yep. he's the one one. It sure is uh, like I can't see. Like continue, I said, five continue. stars for JT. I want to make him the thumbnail cover, but it's we've already used him. I think so. I want to <laughs> find someone else. Uh, Michael Pittman. Here's some here's some um, fun facts about Michael Pittman. 
but I actually uncovered it on my own. I didn't hear him anywhere. Pittman is on pace for over 1,100 yards in the inaugural 17-game season. But even in a 16-game season, he's on pace for over 1,000 yards. And, and he's probably going to get about seven, eight. T- he has like six touchdowns right now. But he's probably going to get somewhere close to 10 touchdowns this year, too. Ten, assuming he continues what he extrapolating that out for the rest of the season. Dude, Michael Pittman, man, like he deserves no, he's, he's for real. love. I've heard a little bit of naysaying about his, uh, and there was a, a egregious his pass catching thrown. efficiency. That's for sure. Well, he's just, he's just, his uh, unwillingness. Not very to fast. Use his size. Not, the, not, un- not the biggest guy in the world. His unwillingness to use his size is what I've not liked. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. He's just kind that of one pick Anyways. in the end zone. I think it was last week. Was kind of like, dude, just yeah. He just like he's been getting kind of like just kind of bullied a little bit. You know. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Um. So, and like, and and for example, like last week, he had ten targets, but then caught four of them. Granted, some of those targets were not very catchable at all. And a target yeah. is within a ball thrown within five yards of you. Like a ball thrown yeah. within five yards of you is not very. It's not a very good target. Like, um, I'd like to see uh Carson Wentz uh, getting the ball a little bit more accurately. But on the other side of that coin, um. Uh, Pittman needs to catch those balls, some of those better uh, thrown balls too. I'll give him a pedestrian three and a half stars this week, and it's mainly just because I'm not super in love with him. I, I know, like overall, by the end of the year, we're going to be like, "Wow, look at his stats!" But at the same time, you look at it on a per game basis, like, "Oh, okay, yeah." Um, Ty Hilton, I'm gonna, I, I guess this two stars. He hasn't really done much to excite me this year, but uh, in, in week six, he is did lead the team with 80 yards receiving. So there's that, I, I guess. I just, you got to be pretty desperate to get the T.Y. Hilton. Let's uh, let's move on to yeah. Turd Taylor here on the Houston Texans side of the ball. Um, he didn't play in the week six matchup, but that's been the Texans. He's been the best, Texans' best quarterback since coming back from injury. Albeit that's not saying much, nor is it a glowing review of Turd Taylor. I mean, I'm calling him Turd Taylor for a reason. But he gives me some hope for Brandon Cooks. Um, not a lot of hope, but some. The Colts are maybe, give, are maybe giving up the 18.6 points per game to quarterbacks, but Turd is averaging less than 17. So two stars for him, more of a two-quarterback league play, and that's looking pretty desperate yeah, there. Yeah, for sure. He, he, he was... Uh my one and only backup in our dynasty league where I have Mahomes on his bye week. And mm-hmm. I think I had to use him. I saw that last week, that 12 team league where I told you, I can't find a quarterback because everybody took a backup quarterback anyway. Yep. Sorry, sorry. sorry. I warned up. you. I warned you pre-draft. I, I, to, I yep, warned yep, everyone. Yep. And you got to read the draft class. room. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, uh, Brandon cooks, uh, he had, cooks had nine receptions for 89 yards in week six, uh, meeting of these two teams. That was with David Mills, Davis Mills, sorry. The mm. new winner of the world's freakishly long neck. Yes. I'll yes. give Cooks yeah. a respectable yeah. four stars here, and it's mainly out of respect for Cooks' talent, and that the Colts' stupid quarterbacks are very beatable at times. So four stars for Brandon Cooks. What, Chris, what's your next matchup? My next matchup is the Buccaneers at Falcons. Uh, let's go straight to uh, Antonio Brown, a suspended uh, three games for violating COVID protocols. Moving on. Um, I'm dropping him in the one league that I have him in. I'm just, I'm, yeah. I'm mad. If, I haven't if, if done it yet, but I'm if pretty you're in the mad. playoff hunt and you need roster space. I mean, I, I, I'm not going to sit here and make an argument against it. 
Uh, Fournette could one run wild again versus a bad, bad Falcons defense. Uh, 11th most rushing yards given up and the seventh most fantasy points given up to running backs. Uh, they were tore up by Dallas in week 10, but actually limited the Patriots, backs, Harris, and Stevenson, and uh, James Robinson of the Jags uh, last week. Uh, still, Fournette is a flex-worthy uh, 3.25 stars. Uh, Brady hasn't been great at fantasy options the last few weeks. Since coming back from bye, he's averaging 15.84 fantasy points. The Bucks should be playing from ahead and have a little trouble running the ball. I mean, if uh, Brady got you this far and there's no better options out there, he's fine, I guess. Uh, 2.5 stars. I'm sorry, stars. Who, who, who are the Bucks playing again? Falcons. And you think that he's going to struggle against the Falcons? Who, Brady? Yeah. Um, That's a fair point. I guess he's just been not that great for fantasy lately. So that's Act. more. So that's what I was taking into account. You know why? He because did beat, he's a he, horrible he human being the, and, and a bit of a. I'm, I'm going to stick to my things. You won't let stars. me say, let's put it that way. <laughs> I'm going to stick to my 2.5 stars and see if bucks get ahead on the Falcons and maybe, Hey man, no, you're well. not going to get any arguments from me about giving him a zero stars. He did beat. He it was, what's the infamous score? I always get the, infamous score wrong 25 to 3 27 to 3 falcons ahead in the super bowl at halftime it's like infamous so he he beat the falcons themselves in that super falcons bowl are idiots yeah anyway i'm gonna stick with 2.5 stars for brady just put him right outside the top 12 and just kind of make you think about it a little bit there uh both wide receivers put up a stinker last week uh but both wide receivers are still top 12 wide receivers on the season and play in a great offense the Lions also give up the fifth most points to wide receivers. I'm going to give four stars to both Chris Godwin and Mike Evans and ride you that proverbial fence. You just said Lions. That's interesting. How did I do that? Huh? I don't know. I was let's like, ho- let's, no, let's hope the Falcons actually give up the fourth. <laughs> yeah, I did. I typed the Lions. Whoops. Okay. The Falcons also give up the fifth most points to wide receivers. Four stars for both Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. I'm going to ride the proverbial fence there. Uh, Gronk is back, and so he is always in consideration when healthy. Uh, He was getting loose down the field last week versus Indy. He's the top 12 option, 3.5 stars for uh, Gronk. On to the Falcons. Cordero Patterson continues to be a Swiss Army knife for the Falcons and many lucky fantasy managers. Last time Patterson played the Bucs, he scored through the air and on the ground. He's a top 12 running back, and he's in your lineup. Four stars for Cordero Patterson. It's amazing. I'm so disappointed I didn't put a bit in or something. Uh, The only other option we care about is Kyle Pitts. Uh, He hasn't been very good since back-to-back breakout games in week five and seven. There was a by week in between there, of course. Wasn't a breakout? I mean, it was a mini, really good game. A mini breakout? Really good games back to back. A flash in the, a flash in the pan? Oh, I don't think it's flash in the pan, but uh, to that point, he has. A sign he of has... things to come in the future. Let's put it that way. There you go. Uh, the targets have been fine, but the yardage isn't there, and he only has one touchdown on the season. That's the hazard of having an aging Matt Ryan as your quarterback and no viable outside, op- uh, outside threats to speak of. Uh, Gage is filled in admirably, but I mean, really. Uh, so I'm going to give three stars for Pitts uh, and just two stars for Gage in case anybody is desperate out there. And that's all I want to talk about with the Falcons. That's the cool. Buccaneers Let's Falcons. move on to the New York Giants at the Miami Dolphins. Uh, Daniel Jones, he's questionable with a neck, um, neck strain. 
Um, earlier this week, it sounded like he wasn't going to play. Now it sounds like he might. I don't know. Um, so all I have to say there to that is check out to Sunday morning stream where Chris and I, maybe just Chris this week as a revenge. Sunday, uh, Sunday, Sunday. Uh, as a revenge, do it yourself. Uh, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday for Chris. <laughs> I like, I like flying solo. Sometimes it's fun. Uh, you left me hanging in the wind. I'll leave you hanging in the wind. Um, so tune back in for that. If if it ends up being, um, oh, it's the original Turkey Neck, Mike Lennon. I I don't want anyone to any part of this team if that's the case. But uh, let's move on to Saquon Barkley. Uh, Berkeley may have gotten 17 touches last week. Uh, the four receptions on five targets were nice, but he finished with only 7.3 points. I, I don't get it, man. Like <sighs> Saquon Barkley may be good, but the Giants are definitely not. The Daniel, yeah. uh, if Daniel Jones misses this game, I guess give up Saquon two and a half stars, three stars if he plays. But whatever. I mean, you're probably gonna start Saquon, so I'm not saying like. He is an absolute must bench because of the talent. But, I mean, 7.3 points against the Eagles, who are giving up the ninth most points to running backs, that 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 scares me. You know, like, sure. you know what else scares me, man? What? Kenny Galladay. But, yeah. And the fact that I, I, have, to, I have to start him in, in a league, I, or I, I probably should, let's put it that way. I guess I wasn't too high on Kenny G coming into the season. You can go back and watch the film on that to vet that. I'm not going to. Um, That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Uh, Kenny G doesn't have a a touchdown yet, and he only has one game with more than five receptions. That same game is the only game, the game they have for the five receptions, is the only game this season that he's had more than 64 receiving yards, too. And he had 116 in that game, if if you didn't know that. the only good thing about this game is that Kadarius Tony and Sterling Shepard might not play, and the Dolphins are somehow giving up the third most points to wide receivers. Um, I'm going to give a why the hell not three stars to Kenny G, but I don't like it. Uh, Evan Ingram, he gets a you could do worse, two stars. Uh, Evan Ingram may have. You could do worse, uh, shoulder shrug. <laughs> Um, Evan Ingram may only have uh, 2.45 fantasy points over the last two weeks, but that's tight ends for you, baby. They're not very good. Well, this year. Um, So uh, you could do worse two stars there. I mean, you could start Anthony Ferkser, who's getting like gooses left and right. Uh, uh, It's not the greatest matchup. The uh, Giants are giving up the ninth fewest points. And two is only averaging 15 points per game. I mean, I okay. If you if it came down to it, two or Carson Wentz, I'm going Wentz, probably a little bit because I'm a Col- stupid Colts fan. But at the same time, like Wentz has played better, um, yes. and Wentz also has a better chance of getting a three touchdown game, whereas Tua only has one game this year with more than two touchdowns. It was four in that week, but you know, whatever. I'm giving Tua bluff three stars. Um, I don't like it, but it's there's potential there, I guess. Miles Gaskin, he had a top 10 uh, uh, finish last week in, in the running back category, of course. Uh, I believe he was actually RB8. Um, he scored 18.2 points against the Panthers, who are allowing the fourth fewest points per game. He had 17 points uh, the week before versus the Jets. Um, but they're allowing the most points per game to running back. So can Gaskin continue this? Like, honestly? 
it's entirely possible, man. The Giants are the seventh worst defense versus uh, fantasy running backs, allowing 20.7 points per game. It's entirely possible that Gaskin could dis- disappear again. But I'm wondering if Gaskin is maybe healthy for the first time um, this season or maybe the Finns. Um, offensive line is starting to gel or they're getting healthy. I'm not really sure which. Maybe Gaskin has just kind of recaptured some of that lightning bottle we had last year. I don't know. Four stars for Gaskin here. I, I'd okay. go higher, but I'm really w- uh, worried about that disappearing act. I think it's aggressive as it is. It's it's fine. Um, that, no, I, I know. I know. It's it's a four and a half star matchup. A, f- a five star potential here for Gaskin. But I'm giving him that one star for the for the the vanishing potential, so he gets bumped down to that four stars there. Um, Jalen Wall, I gotta ask you: um, Are the Dol- are the, are the Dolphins heating up a little bit, Chris? Past two so. weeks for Waddle, sixteen point six yeah. and twenty four point two fantasy points. Yeah, Giants are so. middle of the road against against wide receivers. I feel like I'm putting a little too much faith in in the in the Dolphins here, but you know, four stars, Waddle, four stars. Did you want to say something real quick? I was just saying, yeah, I, th- I do think they're heating up. I think Gaskin is a, he, a lot of that was what he scored twice last week, wasn't it? So, but I mean, he uh, also had seventeen points the week before too. So, fair. you know, yeah, I mean, that's what, that was I, I mean, it could be, it could just and be th- a flash in the pan. It, it think, really could I be. Waddle, but I think Waddle's the real deal. So, I think, I think he, he is great. too. And, and, and yeah, it's I, not, I hope and it's, it's not, Tua that throws the ball I, to him in the coming years. But if it's not, I think Waddle's solid regardless. Oh, and the thing with Waddle too is that like he was just like a burner when uh, what was that Alabama? Is that where he was from? Yeah, they're using him in the short game and letting him run after the catch here in Miami. Yeah, that's what the Dolphins are doing, and I think a lot of that is because their offensive line is offensive. It is terrible, at least in pass protection, and, and it tends to suit Tua a little better. Uh, so I uh, so I've been told. But like what Jalen Waddle was doing this year is kind of what Will Fuller was doing last year. It's like not really like like field stretching, like like running straight real fast. It's like mm-hmm. working the edges and everything like that. Jalen Waddle's doing it in his first year in the NFL, though. Oh, Will, yeah. It took Will Fuller like five years to do that, four years. Just another guy kind of disproving that whole second or third wide receiver BS. Like, just... Yep. Uh, let's move on to Mike Kosicki here real quick. That whole thing about uh, heating up a little bit, it, we're going to kind of throw some ice on that. Um, it, it's mainly just Gaskin and Waddle. Kosicki hasn't topped seven or seven points since week seven. And he's only topped seven points four times this year. He's goosed you twice. Uh, for a guy that I think is extremely talented, I think the Dolphins should trade him. He's getting targets, about six and a half per game. I don't know what's going on here. Start him for the name recognition if you want, but he's gonna get two star. He's getting that Mike or that Evan Ingram. Like he could do better, you know. There's talent. It's just not producing points on the field for you. But dude, the tight ends are terrible. I don't want to get into it. I <laughs> I hate tight ends. I want to get rid of them or do something to fix the tight end position. But we're not gonna get into that, yeah. Chris. No, What's your next matchup, man? I got I got a real quick one after after yours. So let's uh, let's let's uh, keep it a rolling. Keep it a rolling. Keep it keep the pace. Uh, Cardinals at Bears. Kyler is back, baby. Uh, well, he and Hopkins are quote expected to play. Uh, I have to believe if he's playing, he's a hundred percent because how cautious they've been. Uh, and if he's a hundred percent on this show, he gets five stars. End of story. <laughs> no, I, I kid, but um, it, it should be a fine matchup, and he should be 100% chomping to get at the bit. If you want to be critical, I suppose you could 
knock off a half a star for um, Chris. Rust, I believe but... you mean champing at the bit. Champing at the bit. There you go. <laughs> oh right, I forgot about that whole thing. I was <laughs> sorry, man. Dumbfounded. To, I was dumbfounded to learn that. That I really was. Anyway, it's uh, both. But still, whatever. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, Chase Edmonds uh, is slated to return next week. Uh, it's a Monday night game versus the Rams. Uh, this is the coach. Uh, uh, Cliff Kingsbury on record saying he's not going to be back this week, but next he's looking to hopefully. I don't be back want him to come back, actually. <laughs> I know. So we get one more week of James Conner and his accelerated mm-hmm. production. One has to think he might have done enough in Edmonds' absence to warrant being a, the 1A in the backfield, but I think the Cardinals truly want a committee, a well rested committee at running back uh, for the stretch run in the playoffs. I the think Bears they also want of... them for curtain. Sorry to interrupt. I think they mm-hmm. want them for certain situations, too. Chase exactly. Edmonds is the speed guy, and James Conner is the is the is the hammer. Goal line, yep, yep. Got a bit of a Conner's the hammer, style. and and um, Edmonds is the scalpel. Yeah, yeah. So I think they'll be back to a. And hey, in real life NFL, they work great together. So I think that's what you're probably going to see. Yeah, man. Back. I'm I'm we'll done see. with it. Um, but I think the. Oh, my apologies. The Bears are kind of middle of the road versus run, but I expect Conner to get scoring opportunities with Kyler back. Uh, versus an inferior team in the Bears. Uh, four stars for Connor, and you know, of course, you know Chase isn't back yet. So uh, the receiving options continue to be hard to figure out, and Newt coming back only makes it more difficult. I'm going to bench everyone but Hopkins. He has a decent flex with upside, assuming he's 100% too. Uh, I'll give him three stars. I know that's kind of very cautious, but I just... You know what? He Even it, when he was healthy, he wasn't exactly, exactly like blowing the world up. Kyler's going to spread the ball around. Uh, now, there's a little bit more of a play here with Hurts, I believe. Uh, Hurts had a great game for Seattle last week, scoring twice. Don't want to get caught chasing chasing the rainbow, so to speak. But uh, And in this offense, he should be considered a viable tight end streaming option. The Bears uh, gave up a, tie, a touchdown to Hawkinson last week uh, and eight catches to Andrews the week before and a big two-touchdown day to Pat Fryermuth, uh four weeks ago before their bye. So I'm going to uh, give four stars to Hurts here. But who are the Cardinals playing again? I'm sorry. Um, Cardinals at Bears. Bears. So the Bears Start gave tight up. ends against the Bears. Got it. Yeah. Well, they were kind of. Uh, I, I just lately. made the rule up. All right. Don't no, debunk good. it. No, lately it's been great. Yes. So four stars for Ertz there. On to okay, the so. Bears. Uh, Fields has okay. fractured ribs, and uh, I wouldn't want to trust him or Mooney versus this Cardinals defense anyway. I suppose Mooney is a fine desperation flex if Fields plays, since Mooney has been hot lately. Uh, just 2.5 stars for Mooney. Uh, been trading for Fields. Uh, Montgomery disappointed. Uh, I'm sorry, David Montgomery disappointed in a great matchup versus Lions last week, but he should get a decent amount of work again, which isn't the easiest thing to find right now in fantasy. Uh, I'm going to give him 3.25 stars, David Montgomery. Uh so I wanted to revisit our Cole Komet bet uh, there, uh, uh, Josh. <laughs> um, my guy is on IR, so I'm pretty sure I get a get-out-of-jail-free card there. How how many games is he going to miss? Oh, he's, I'm pretty sure he's done for the year. Maybe not. We'll, right. have, we'll, we'll wait and see. We, there's no reason to make a decision now. Uh, Komet did just receive 11 targets, uh, but the Cardinals give up the least points. He's, uh, so as a matchup-based tight end, I would look elsewhere. And Troutman did just have his best game of the season before he got hurt. <laughs> yeah, it was like, it was like breakout, breakout game, breakout game, breakout game. 11 points! And going to miss maybe the rest I of the know. year. <laughs> I was, I was so upset. Especially for Dynasty, because I've been stashing his behind for quite Stash. some time. 
Dash. All right, that, sir, is your Cardinals at Bears. Nobody else worth I was just looking at the, uh, while you were talking, I was looking at James Conner's contract. I, I thought it was a one-year deal, which it was with the Cardinals. Guess how much it was for, Chris? Uh, $3.5 million. What, you, you want one more guess? I'm not going to tell you higher or lower. Just one more guess. $5 million. Wrong, wrong direction. It was half of your original guess. One point seven five million for one well, year. Injury history. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. It's a prove it deal, and, and he's, he's a, and he was a part time player anyway. But you know, and hey, it suits him. It does suit him. This has been a nice. Run but also, with your if you're James Conner, you look at the Cardinals and Kyler Murray at least, and you're like. I could win a ring out of this, you know, like oh, for sure. And it's not like he was on a bad team before when, when Ben still had a little bit left in the tank and Pittsburgh was obviously competes year in and year out, except for we'll see. Anyway, you get my point is he was with another good organization in a good role. Uh, he just was getting too much of the load there. Okay. Uh, Chris, my, my, uh, my next matchup is the Philadelphia Eagles at the New York Jets. Not a lot to cover here, so let's of, be hasty with green. this trash heap of a football colors. game. Like honestly, like <laughs> why would you want to? Like if you were not in so Philadelphia or been, in New York, why would yeah, you want to watch this game? Even Hertz has been kind of booty lately, man. I don't know. Yeah, I agree with you. It is the reason excited. being is that he hasn't. Well, like he has an ankle injury. He got hurt last week. Um, uh, he says he's going to play. My question is why? You have a bye week coming up in week fourteen, and Hertz played awful. He was awful. Last year, or last yeah. year, last week with his ankle injury. Gardner Minshew is Hurts' backup, and he's really not that much better. He's kind of more of a lateral move, but a lateral move from a, you know, like, new age, like, rushing quarterback that can kind of throw the ball to a more traditional quarterback, Gardner Minshew. But Gardner Minshew has, doesn't have a very strong arm, and he has a really slow release, too. Um, I'm going to give Hertz only three stars if he plays. He's not a great fantasy option if he can't run the ball. It's a, it's kind of a sad yeah. statement. I really hate saying that about some, about, uh, you know, quote unquote mobile quarterbacks, but you know, it, it's true. It's, it's what Jalen Hurts is. He's a mobile quarterback. He's what he Michael Vick was in, when he was played for the Falcons. Yep. Yep. Kind of and it. Hey, he, he, I'm not going to comment about his off the field stuff, but he turned around. He turned it around on the field, uh, should I say, in that one oh. year with Philly. That one year, it, yeah. One it, great flash and pan. That's fine, but through the air, he excelled. They they've tailored the offense for it. it could happen with Hertz, but no, I'm on your side right now. He's not with, not with this supporting cast. No, not, no, not, no, 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 no problem. Yeah. Okay, let's keep rolling here. Miles Sanders, he's questionable with an ankle. He was limited in practice as of Wednesday. I'm sorry, I didn't have time. Very busy at work. Um, you know, Sunday stream, check us out. We start at 10, we start at 10 a.m. Central time. We don't know where you live. So you do the math. We actually do know where you live. Um, the Jets are giving up a paltry, awful 28.5 points per game to running backs. Oh, whether it's Sanders or Boston Scott, try, try your best to slide them into your lineup. I know, like, and that's, I'm, Chris, that's why I want to say You're saying check their health, stuff, check yeah. their status, but there's there's a play here. Boston Scott is here. also dinged up, too, so. And he's played well, and he's played, yeah, exactly, yeah. Check their status, but Scott played well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Devonta Smith, I'm going to give him two stars here. Whether it's a hobble hurts or a noodle-armed Minshew, I'm not, I don't really want to start Devonta Smith unless I absolutely, absolutely have to. 
maybe if you're in a uh, start uh, a must start an Eagles player kind of uh, league fantasy format. League. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, Dallas Goddard. Uh, uh, more Goddard, you goosed me. Yeah, you old so and so, you goosed me. The departure of Zach Ertz has not helped Dallas Goddard's value at all. He is nope. just another lame tight end. Hey, Ricky Seals Jones, I think, might actually have more tight end points than Dallas Goddard on the season. Mm-hmm. And he was the backup in, in, for Washington. I, yeah. Zach exactly. Ertz has done better going to Arizona. The, the Eagles tra- I think the Eagles traded the wrong tight end. Yeah, well, the argument could be made. They got rid of the more I, expensive I, one for the cheaper one. I still think one. it's a result of the organization and the talent around them. Just like I guess. Place. I don't know, man. I I don't know. If 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 a tight end isn't Travis Kelsey or even, I guess, Dawson Knox, do you really care anymore? I kind of don't. Dawson Knox, my boy. Shut <laughs> up. Uh, Chris, <laughs> one, one thing real quick. Give me uh, a Jets player that I should give a flying rat's bass about. If you're in a like 14 team league and you got to have a running back at flex, take a gamble on Ty Johnson or Tevin Coleman. Tevin Coleman appeared to have the snap advantage last week, but it's Tevin Coleman. I know you probably just threw up in your mouth a little bit, but that's the one. No, I was just trying not to fall asleep while you were talking. Oh, about the uh, maybe the, the the receiver Elijah uh, Mitchell, but gosh, he's probably worse Moore. off now that uh, that Zach Wilson is back. I'm sorry, Elijah Moore. My apologies. Yes, but I think he might even be worse off with. Zach Wilson back. It's not pretty, man. No, it's really not. That's that's all. I, I feel bad for Robert Soleil. Like I feel bad for any coach walking in that situation. The team was a dumpster fire already, and it's not really getting any better. Well, I just hey, hope look, they don't. I hope hey, that they don't. They, like the the Jets front office doesn't look at the season and just like, well, it's time to start over again at that. And, and you know the coaching staff. And I'm like. At least give this coaching staff some time and the GM to try and improve the team because it was. Hey man, look at Jacksonville. Like, look at the top two picks, man. Look at the top two quarterbacks taken. What are, What are we doing here? Like, okay, th- uh, th- th- I know we got to we'll give him another year or two. We'll give him another year or two. But Zach Wilson has been a. Tr- exactly. Oh yes, fine. Give the nod to, to Lawrence for now. But what I'm saying is, man, in this today's NFL, these kids need to produce a little sooner. I'm not saying right away in year one, but. Halfway through next Trevor year. Lawrence's prob- main problem is their offensive line. Same thing. and But that's not exactly the problem in New York. And it is. But Wilson just looks so bad. Oof. Because I'm free. Next free we have boat. Jaguars at Rams. <laughs> Pardon for the musical interlude there, folks. Uh, let's go to take Chase here with the uh, Jaguars. Uh, James Robinson is really the only fantasy option worth discussing. He is dealing with heel and knee injuries and hasn't practiced this week. Uh, stay tuned for the Sunday morning stream to see if he uh, gets into practice on Friday. Uh, tough to say if it's cause for concern or not. He tends to take veteran days off and really he's all they've got. So they have to give him rest here and there. Uh, if he goes, he is a fine play versus the Rams defense. That isn't what it was last year and can be run on. Uh, AJ Dillon, uh, DeAndre for Swift sure. and Eli-, Eli Mitchell have had decent success uh, versus them in the last few weeks. I'm going to give 3.75 stars to Robinson. That's it for the Jags. On to the Rams. Stafford well, now, been... wait, wait. No, no go ahead. What? 
<laughs> Stafford has been great for fantasy, but has thrown a pick six in three straight games and has the chance to tie Matt Schaub for the record with four games in a row with a pick six. Wow. I laugh, but <laughs> but as I said, he's been fine for fantasy and is a top 12 quarterback this week versus the hapless Jags. Four and a half stars for Matthew Stafford. Uh, it looks like uh, after the bye week, Odell Beckham is the number two for the Rams, uh, but Van Jefferson has seen decent target volume also. Uh, Cup is in for a big game this week, and Beckham could be too. Uh, five stars for Cooper Cup, 3.5 for Odell Beckham. Junior and uh, Van Jefferson is probably one of the better, maybe dart throw flex options out there. So I'll give him a two and a half stars. I'm sorry. What did you give Odell Beckham? Three and a half stars. Okay. High end flex. I expect some points. I'm not sure if he's going to play, but okay. Oh, is he hurt again? Yeah. Obviously didn't watch that game last week. He was extremely hobbled. Okay. My apologies for glossing over that. No, you're uh, fine. It, it's just, I mean, definitely bump up Van Jefferson. And, and, and Def- honestly, Def- he would like he was he like he would go out there and he'd run and he'd, he'd make a play last week, and but mm-hmm. you could see after that play, like he was just holding his back and he was like, like he oh, has wow. some sort of like I'm guessing on some sort of muscle strain in his back. Just oh. by the way, he was holding. That's unfortunate. As someone who's dealt with back injuries and something like that, I, I would like. say keep an eye on the second or third healthy. You know, option in the Rams passing game, and, For and sure. you could probably get a play there. Uh, Daryl Henderson, uh, Daryl Henderson uh, remains a top option at running back. Uh, he's RB thirteen on the season after a rough stretch of a couple games. The Jags have given up uh, fourteen rushing touchdowns on the season. That's the fourth worst. Uh, he hasn't practiced this week, but Sean McVay said he should be all right. Uh, wait and see if he can practice Friday. I'm going to give Daryl Henderson four stars in a plus matchup versus Jaguars, assuming he goes. And that's it for the Jags at Rams, sir. Okie dokie. Let's go on to the Chargers at the Bengals. Uh, Justin Herbert. It's, it has been a bit of a roller coaster ride for Herbie this year. Um, he's had definitely had his peaks and valleys. Um, but his valleys haven't been like single digits. It's just been, yeah, you know. Um, he is averaging t- uh, 23 points per game overall. The Bengals D is been pretty good this year against opposing quarterbacks they're allowing just 16.2 points per game and about 1.2 uh, so about one and a quarter touchdowns per game um herbie's had some good games against against good teams and some bad games against bad teams and vice versa it's it's really kind of hard to pinpoint this year where like exactly he lands on the scale i think a lot some of it has to do with the health of his offensive line, which has been in flux at point at times this year. So I'll just play it safe and give him 4.25 stars for the upside here. Austin Eckler, Mr. Air Guitar himself. Chris, um, do you do you think Austin Eckler has a particular song in mind when he's air guitaring after he's scoring the touchdown? He's like... Um, Pretty sure I, it's a it's a callback to his first name, you know, Austin, Austin City Limits, Austin, Texas, live music, capital of the world. Yep, that's exactly where it comes from. I just made that whole thing up. <laughs> I know it you works. did. Um, it works. So <laughs> I gotta say, whenever I air guitar, assuming that there is no music playing while I'm air guitaring, I like to pretend that I'm playing that Dragon Force song. You know, the the one oh. about the dragons and the really fast guitaring. You know, um, Dragon Force, nice. Anyway, would probably be a Metallica riff. Let's be honest. Um, yeah, I know. 
Um, Eckler is currently the RB2 on the season, and we're the idiots who bumped him down for some dumb reason or another. I really don't remember why, but Eckler has been great, and I'd yeah. like him to continue that this week. Four and a half stars for Austin Eckler. Let's Keenan go. Allen, a.k.a. Steady Eddie. Uh, three and a half stars for his steady eddiness. He gets the targets. He gets some yards. He's just a he's just a nice warm blanket that you can feel safe with. His decent floor. You've tried other blankets out, but they're just not the same. Sure, some blankets are super soft. Others are weighted to calm you when you have some anxiety. But then you look at Steady Eddie's twelve point nine points per game, and it's like a Bowl of soup on a co- uh, bowl of hot soup on a cold winter day. Three and a half stars for Steady Eddie, aka uh, Keenan Allen. Screw the rest of the Chargers' weapons. I'm not into Mike Williams anymore. Um, Joe Burrow. Speaking of warm blankets and other, uh, other than a couple of stinkers that bookend the Bengals' bye week. Oh, and uh, week two wasn't that great either. But you know, we'll just kind of sweep that one under the rug. Uh, Burrow has been a solid fantasy QB. Uh, one could almost call him the cool side of the pillow. Flip the pillow over in the middle of the night, and there you go. Would you, you say a nice Joe cool, cool? A Joe nice cool, cool side on on your face, oh, baby. Back to Burrow. Um, Back he's to he's got the Chargers this week. <laughs> um, they've been pretty good against the, the quarterback as well, giving up only 218 yards per game and close to one and a half touchdowns per game. So four stars for the freshly minted nickname, Joey Bagels. Joe Mixon, five stars. The Chargers have been one of the worst run defenses in the league, and Mixon has been a freaking stud this season. Bagels are running Enough the set. heck out of the ball. Yeah, man. Joe Mixon is has shown what he is capable of been doing for years. This I, I think season. it's, I think it's important doing. to distinguish that he's been a really good real-life quarterback, and he is you know, piloting this ship and they're, they've gone a little run heavy and the defense has been decent. Like they're playing winning football in real life. Like, yeah, but again, Burrow's fine in fantasy, you know, near the bottom 12 or whatever, but uh Mixon, man, they are just giving him the opportunity to be kind of that. As they should, as they should. It was, it, it was chase. Uh, I'm sorry, Jamar chase early on. It was the passing game early on. It was a lot of volume, but now it's really kind of, hmm, I don't know. We'll see how they go. Speaking of Jamar Chase, um, he's averaging just 8.6 points per game over his last four games. Mm -hmm. That is kind of due to Tiggins popping up here and there. Um, I think it's a little bit of... I personally think it's a little bit of crashing back to earth for Jamar Chase. Um, Chase was burning so bright so early in the season that there had to be a little progression. Don't get me wrong. This... I, I think Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow connection could literally make Chase the next superstar wide receiver. Um, but like next year, I, I I could see myself drafting uh, Jamar Chase in like maybe the second round and jumping for joy that I got him there because oh man, dude, I when I wrote that the other day, I was like, I think I I think I get down with that. We'll see where Chase yeah. ends up at the end of the Blades year. Ends up, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and but maybe even like in the maybe you get him in like the third, and he could easily be a first round talent next next season. Redraft, obviously. Um, the Chargers' run D may be bad, but they're giving up the second fewest points of wide receivers, so I'm giving three stars to Jamar Chase. Probably not the week Jamar returns to his early season form. 
So three stars for him. I'm giving three stars to Tiggins too. That is T Higgins for uh, people just tuning in. Um, pretty much the same thing for Tiggins here. Not a great matchup, but I'll still roll with the three stars for him. Chris, I believe you have another matchup to do. I believe it's Ooh. a purple on yellow matchup. It is. I it is. I don't know the, where I was uh, going with that, but okay. AFC North, right? The North division. Uh, Ravens at Steelers. <clears throat> Lamar threw four picks last week after coming back from an illness and missing the prior week. Pittsburgh is a good defense, but have given up big games versus running quarterbacks a couple of times in the last few weeks. 90 yards to Justin Herbert, 45 yards to okay. Justin Fields. Hey, maybe it's a Justin thing. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I think the four picks could be chalked up to rust and, and versus the good Browns defense uh, where he had those four picks. Uh, Lamar is um, in your lineup and should run well this week. I'm going to give him four stars, make him a top 12 option there. Devontae Freeman has established himself as the Ravens' go-to back, and the Steelers' defense has been uh, exposed lately, giving up huge days to Eckler, Mixon, uh, DeAndre Swift, uh, and Godwin Iguabuque. Yep, going with it. What? Put that in there on purpose just to make me myself... I'm sorry, what did like you just say? Uh, the, man, the the player's name is Godwin Iguebuque. 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 I'm going to go Buque, not Buque. Uh, that would be a DeAndre Swift backfield mate that week, I guess. Uh, you know what? He probably... I wonder if he ran something back on special teams. Either way, the other names are very well worth mentioning there in terms of running backs having good days against the Pittsburgh Steelers defense. Freeman is inefficient and old, but it could do worse. <laughs> 2.5 stars. Hollywood Brown gets a flex-worthy three stars here since his target numbers have been great, uh, and he stands a chance to score. But, you know, he is kind of uh, boomer busty, as we like to say. Busty. Uh, Andrews is in your lineup as a top tight end most weeks. Uh, this week is no different. He's a, he's the tight end two on the season. The Steelers are good versus tight ends, but Andrews is an elite option. I'm going to go ahead and give him four stars uh, in a, dynasty, in a uh, division rivalry game. On to the Steelers. Uh, with Najee Harris, I mean, he's coming off his worst game of the year uh, last week. Uh, a lot of that has to do with the aforementioned Cincinnati Bengals having a very sound, run-heavy approach and really controlling the clock. Uh, he only uh, Najee only gets eight carries. Uh, again, a season low, 2.9 per per carry. Uh, didn't score on the ground. So, uh, you know, Najee is going to be in your lineup regardless. Don't let last week scare you. Uh, the Ravens aren't what they used to be uh, in years past in terms of defense, and you just can't find a guy that's going to get work like Najee Harris. I'm going to give him four stars versus the Ravens. Uh, really, the only other uh, couple of options we want to talk about, well, I guess a few options. We're not talking about Big Ben. He is he is washed, uh, but uh, Deontay Johnson. You mean old him. Ben. Old Ben. ben. Uh, but Deontay Johnson is still getting just, insane target volume uh, a lot of it is short passing game because big ben's arm is shot uh, but i mean but most of us play in a ppr so he is definitely a start worthy receiver here probably a top 24 option 3.5 stars for deontay johnson let me check on mr claypool's uh status here um he was questionable as a questionable like, i see today. a ta questionable tag for sure Oh, was back to full practice on Thursday. Okay, so he's in. Oh, okay. Um, but, you know, I'm not too keen on the other passing options in the Steelers' uh, repertoire. Uh, Claypool's a great downfield option when they can find time to get the ball to him. 
I mean, whatever. 2.5 stars if you need a flex, I guess. Pratt Frymuth, I'd like to talk about a little bit more here. He is the tight end 11 on the season, which is pretty impressive considering his slow start. His target numbers look great. Uh, four targets last week. Still managed uh, 10 fantasy points because he scored. Uh, I mean, he's got... Excuse me. What? For six touchdowns on the season. What, what? Pratt Farmouth? Keep going. Yeah. Um, so, again, Farmouth, uh, in the tight end, given the tight end landscape, there's not a whole lot of great options out there. Again, like Josh said, if you don't have the greatest tight end of all time, Dawson Knox or uh, Kelsey. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Waller, so, I, I'm not sure of his status. So, Tony Gonzalez, but okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm going to give a Fryermuth a startable 2.75 stars. Look at him at your kind of bottom 12 tight ends there. Uh, and that, sir, I believe is the Ravens at Steelers. Okay, I believe we are on to the Washington football team at the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, I skipped over Taylor Hindquarters here. I wasn't really into him all that much. The Raiders defense is kind of... Pretty good against quarterbacks. Not a nine. I mean, like, if there was a week where it was like Patrick Mahomes and like Brady and uh, Aaron Rodgers and, you know, like a bunch of like really fantasy relevant quarterbacks, uh, like gone, I I guess it could be more into Taylor Hindquarters, but um, it's really just, it's really just Aaron Rodgers this week. So we're going to skip over him. I've already given him too much word. Antonio Gibson, he's questionable right now because he missed a limited practice because of his shin fracture, whatever. He played last week, and he had a smash week, week last yeah, week. Yeah, he did. Oh, boy, he um, helped me a lot. Unfortunately, he didn't help me one bit because I forgot to take C.D. Lamb out of my lineup because I was busy making Thanksgiving dinner. Um, um, but uh, it was nice to see some life left in, in Gibson. I For sure. I, Chris, I got to be honest here. I always want to call him Gibbons, like the bird or the primates gibbons. Gibbons, gibbons are primates gibbons. they're primates uh, whatever oh, oh puffin 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 that is the that's the what i was thinking with the bird anyways puffin? um gibson like back to gibson rock? what okay puffin rock it's a cartoon puffin rock i don't know continue <laughs> rabbit hole just focus <laughs> trust me we don't want to go down it uh, anyway, uh, good game for it's Gibson last card. week. It was against the Seahawks. Here, one of the f- one of the four teams giving up more points for, uh, than the Raiders oh, to man. running back. So I'm going to give Gibson 3.75 stars. I wanted to go higher, but given his kind of, I'm hoping that he's getting healthier. That's Tony Gibson, but man, his his propensity to let me down this season has been um, without veil. Um, Terry McLaurin, four stars. Casey Hayward be maybe the Raiders' best outside corner, but he's getting up there in football years and isn't nearly as fast as as the McLaurin. Um, good luck, Casey Hayward. I, I think Terry's going to run right by you. Logan Thomas, I'm going to give you three and a half stars. If you waited all this time for Logan Thomas to return, he disappointed you last week. Oh. This week, this this week, he's got the Raiders, and they're giving up the third most points to tight end. So I'm going to give some upside to Logan Thomas. And a lot of that was because I'm just like tight end two star, tight end two star. I want, I like the Logan Thomas this week. I'm gonna give, I'm gonna look, I'm gonna look on the the, the guy to put your put your stamp on. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, grass is greener on the Logan Thomas side of the of you know the 
blade of grass. Um, Derek Carr, four and a quarter stars. No joke here. Ooh. No joke. All right. Yeah. I'm, no I joke. Dallas. My quarterback streamer of the week. I don't know what is what is um you know roster percentages or anything like that, but the Washington football team is giving up the most points and uh, to quarterbacks. And when Derek Carr has gone up against soft defenses this season, he's performed okay. well. It sounds like he'll be without Darren Waller, but I'm not too scared. Yeah. I really liked what I saw from Carr pushing the ball downfield with Deshaun Jackson. Uh, D-Jax only had four targets, as I'm going to get to here in a second. But I just like what I saw, and and uh, I, I think we all most most. I have Derek Carrier, game, but I meant yeah. to write down Foster Moreau here. If Derek Carrier is another tight end for the Raiders. Um, right, has performed yeah. well when Waller hasn't been on the field, and Moreau, sometimes yeah. even with Waller on the field. So I'm not really all that scared. What I am scared of is Josh Jacobs. Three and a quarter stars for him here. The Washington football team may be weak against an air attack, but they got the ground, sea, and time attack covered. Uh, the greatest matchup for Josh Jacobs? This is not, to quote Yoda. Um, there. Uh, Deshaun Jackson, fun fact number one. Yesterday was Deshaun Jackson's 35th birthday. Happy birthday, buddy. Uh, you're almost as old as I am, but not nearly as old as Chris. Fact number two. Sean Jackson has somehow had three bye weeks this year. <laughs> Back to the show. I wish. Uh, uh, well, they're wish obviously Jackson picking their had spots more than four targets him. last week, yeah. but that could easily happen this week. Four stars for Deshaun Jackson. I like. Woo. Call right? me optimistic, yeah. man. I, I like the, it this week, should, man. If Derek Carr the, is going to if Derek Carr is going to be the quarterback, I think he's going to be. He's going to need Foster Moreau an outlet. and Deshaun Jackson to, go, yeah. to be yeah. good. At, you know who's not going to be good? Uh, Brian Edwards. They're like second round pick from like two years ago. He has been yeah. just a ghost. Mm-hmm. He has ghosted the Raiders. Yep. For reals. And, and oh, I'm sorry. On to Foster Moreau, like I already alluded oh, to. Right. I'm sorry. I don't have any stats for anything. What he does when Darren Waller's um, out, which has been pretty rare. But Foster Moreau has produced with without Darren Waller in the lineup. Mm-hmm. I picked him up in like there. I have Darren Waller in our Friends with Benefits League, mm-hmm. and I picked up Foster Moreau to plug in in his, in his just in case Waller wasn't able to go. And it sounds like he's not going to tune in Sunday to Sunday morning to find out to the stream on Yahoo on this channel. But still, like right here, I I I like it's not quite. I have it written down as a palette swap, but it's not quite a palette swap like Foster Moreau, Darren Waller, but. Derek Carr loves his tight ends. And next man up. Yeah, next man up. There you go. Was that your matchup, sir? That was the matchup. All right, let's stay with a... Uh, last last one for you, right? AFC West, right? AFC Sunday West. Sunday night football. Uh, Sunday, Sunday night. Night. Yeah. Broncos at Chiefs. Uh, I feel like this might be a better real-life NFL game than fantasy game, but let, let me continue. Uh, let's t- cut to the chase with the Broncos here. The running backs and, and Noah Fant are really the only viable options on the Broncos. And actually, I typed that before I did the research on Fant, and it actually is that viable. But let me continue with the running backs here. It's all name. It's like that's what it is. Oh, with it's all bad, these tight man. ends. It's just it's a it's a sexy name, and 
Yeah, let's actually let's let's just cut to that and get that out of the way. Fan has been hot garbage along with the rest of the passing game. The Chiefs give up the seventh most fantasy points to tight ends, but the low volume and Teddy spreading the ball around is killing Noah Fant. One and a half stars, and I don't usually give below two stars, folks. It's just like a courtesy, what the heck ever. It's really you know what Noah Fant really is. Bad. Noah Fant is is Nicolas Cage right now. He well, is... I also don't think it's all Fant's fault. Uh, I think that a lot of it has to do with the head coach and the game plan and the, the makeup of the team. Really, uh, let me let me get get the running backs out of the way here. Uh, this is your weekly frustrating reminder that the Broncos' backfield is split right down the middle, and Melvin Gordon isn't going away despite Javante making big plays left and right. Javante actually did me okay last week. I had yeah, to start yeah, him in, he, in a he had a pretty, pretty big. Pretty big day through the air. I think he took a screen pass for a huge gain, uh, run after the catch type of thing. Uh, hey, I did that last a... week too. You did not. That's a lie. Damn it. <laughs> Gordon has done just enough to stay relevant. The Chiefs are decent versus the run, giving up the 12th fewest rushing yards and the 14th fewest points to running backs. Fantasy points, that is. I'll give the nod to Javante with 3.25 stars, and Gordon is... An okay flex with 2.5 stars. Again, it's kind of a down-the-middle thing, folks. And really, that's the only options you can look at at this with this team right now. Sutton has not been good. And as we just got out of the way, Noah Fant is one and a half stars. So I'm just not going to toy with the receivers here. On to the Chiefs. Mahomes. Uh, the Broncos give them the eighth fewest passing yards and the fifth fewest fantasy points to the quarterback position. Denver is an elite defense. And Mahomes uh, tossed just one score in each meeting last season versus the Broncos. Having said that, Dak, Jalen Hurts, and uh, Herbert uh, had fine days uh, in the last three weeks versus them. And this is Mahomes fresh off of a bye week. I'm going to give him 3.25 stars, make him a borderline top 12 guy. Ooh, sorry. Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Broncos give up the eighth fewest rushing yards too. <laughs> Speak of the devil. Uh, but Eckler had a but Eckler had a great day through the air, and uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire should get a decent amount of work, making him a top thirty-six option. Three stars, a uh, little little bit of uh, trepidation there, but still getting him in your lineups. Uh, Hill and Kelsey <sighs> on your lineups, even versus the Broncos defense. You don't need me to tell you that, but here's a little bit on Hill. Uh, he is a Bronco killer. He has scored four touchdowns in four of the last meetings versus. Wait, the wait, wait! He kills horses. What? Yes, but in a way, yes. Cool, man. So I'm going to give him five stars and let him continue his murderous ways. Uh, uh, four and a half stars for Kelsey. Denver hasn't allowed uh, a top 12 tight end game all season, but Kelsey has burned them before, including their last meeting last year. Uh, over 100 yards receiving there. So I'm going to give 4.5 stars to Kelsey. And that is the end of the Broncos at Chiefs, sir. Bring it home. Oh, snap. All right, here we go. San Francisco 49ers at Seattle Seahawks. This is where we get canceled, Chris, and not because of something heinous, but because of just sheer idiocy. Um, uh, just a, oh. oh, just, 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 just got to warn everyone. I wrote this last night when I was very tired, and I'm somehow not nearly as tired, even though I got less sleep. Jimmy G, three and three quarter stars. He's been playing well lately, and this is probably due to all of his weapons being yeah. healthy. You know, Kittle. Mm -hmm. Ayuk, Debo, you know. Debo. Um, unfortunately, Debo is not healthy this week. He is expected to miss a week or two with a groin strain. Oh, yeah. my groin. Um, Elijah Mitchell, he is not really much of a pass catcher, which is odd because he's been actually just racking up the yards on the ground. And, and like, like, when you look at his fantasy points, you're like, surely this guy is like, you know, because Chris and I 
Christian played in any sort of non PPR league. Do you play it in a non PPR league at all? No, no. Not yeah, neither I do I. Like so it. I don't like. So it. it's weird when you look at a guy that scores like you know sixteen to twenty points in a in a some sort of PPR, whether it's full or half. You expect some catches to be in it. No, not really. It's just all on the ground. Um, they're not Chris, a big uh, Elijah Mitchell the has been uh, what? Uh, they're not a big throwing to the running back team, if memory serves. Um, they have, but yeah, not really. Um, Chris, you. Have you realized that Elijah Mitchell was a diamond in the rough for the NFL draft this year? Um, you, you nailed it. You found him. It was me. Yeah, was yeah, me. he freaking nailed it. He was on the board in the second round. I could have had. He him. balled out last week, man. He really did. He gets the Seahawks this week. Woo, woo. Four he's and a half a stars life. for Elijah Mitchell. He's been a lifesaver. Um, on to Kittle. He's going to get four stars as well. He hasn't had a blow up game since returning from injury, but this could be the week. Seattle has been very middle of the road against tight ends, but everyone's been middle of the road against tight ends for the most part because tight ends have been freaking terrible. Terrible. And so a four star rating is kind Hated of an arbitrary it. thing. But I mean, if, if I'm going to put all my eggs into a tight ends basket, why not have it be one of the best assists? You know, like, I don't know. Once again, I'm reading off the script that I wrote last night when it was very tough. Um, <laughs> Diego Samuel, like I said, he is expecting to miss a week or two. Um, hopefully it's just a week because I kind of need him in Dynasty. Uh, Brandon Ayuk, four stars. Due to Debo's injury, I gave uh, Ayuk a nice bump. While Ayuk hasn't put up elite-level numbers the past few weeks, they have been very solid, so I'm thinking. I'm thinking he got himself out of sh- shenanigans, uh, doghouse, and could be could see some significant action this week. Um, under the Seattle side of the ball here, it's not a lot to talk about. It really isn't. Russell Wilson has been awful, and I'm t- I'm recommending people to bench him. Bench Russell Wilson. Find a better option if you can. Yeah. He's oh, he's and and sure. he's only getting the two stars that I'm about to say just because out of sheer respect for Russ here. I really like the quarterback. I do, but I I, do I don't too. know. Yeah, I mean I'm not um, out on him or anything. You know, career or this. You know, maybe doing something later in the year or maybe next year. But yeah, he's been bad, man. It's so so kind of like I like I talked about with Jonathan Taylor earlier in the in the Colts matchup last week against the Bucks. Um, Russ did the same thing. He uh, something very similar. He managed to rack up 19 and a half fantasy points last week. Great. But he had like 10 of those points in the fourth quarter, or he had about 10 points entering into the fourth quarter. Garbage time. Yeah. Like, like meaningless garbage time too. Mm. And that was also against the Washington football team who I already mentioned is was the worst giving up or giving up the most points to opposing quarterback. And Russell Wilson only managed 19 and a half points. He should have gotten at least like Russell old would have gotten at least 25. This is embarrassing. I don't know what's going on here. San Francisco may be middle of the road. Popped in my head. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, They may be middle of the road against, uh, uh, against opposing quarterbacks, but I'm not Mm -hmm. banking it at all. I think that Russ's finger is still affecting his throwing ability. I don't think the coaching staff is doing anything to help out Russ either. I think it's mainly because of the injury, but get this. Just get this. Bear with me real quick here. Through the first four weeks, Russell Wilson was averaging 22.54 points per game. 
Week five, he gets injured. Since coming back from injury, 11.9 points per game. He's looked bad doing it, too. Just hard pass on Russ, man. Like, like Geno Smith wasn't really any be- like wasn't really any worse. Why would not just like? And they're not the Seahawks really aren't in contention for a playoff spot. I don't think at this With point. With an awful defense, an awful defense, yeah, yeah, and an awful offensive line too. Like, not okay, not awful, but like, according to like what was it like Unstoppable dot com? I saw yesterday that they're like the Seahawks were like twenty second, so like not the worst, but in the bottom half as far as offensive line. Yeah. Like what is the point of rolling Russ out there again? Why like other than for yeah. him to earn like and his that's full probably paycheck, be the case what's the point of it? Weeks, considering the lengthy season, you know, first seventeen game season ever, they might pull the plug. They might go and find an excuse to shelf him or just say the finger. Well it's too hey. late for that now. He's like finger this surgery is gonna again be his fourth or, week. It's just I don't know, well, man. Well, but I also think it's kind of the I don't know the play calling, the franchise handcuffing them. Like what? It, I thought this question while you were talking. I don't mean to interrupt, but would you? What if you I'm plugged Russell Wilson that. in on the Cardinals? Like, what's that? What if you plug Russell Wilson in on the Cardinals? Would they completely change your mind? Like, is he more like a Kyler or a Kyler Plus or whatnot? Like he he used to be. You know, when they let him cook, he was great. I think would that they-, they are of similar ilk. Yes, thank you. I was going to say character, but yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's very good. They're but, but a he's, similar he, he, play but style. You're saying he might be hurt, and I'm saying that I think also the uh, franchise is just not managing him well. Here's here's my hurt. and here's my hot take too. I think it's time to move on from Pete Carroll. I'm done. Yeah, it's kind of what I'm saying. I keep saying quote franchise. I'm kind of saying front office and Carroll, if not all Carroll. I don't know, but uh, we're not as welcome. He already made. Remember, we kind of glossed over it, but as a football community, but Russell Wilson did say, Hey, he wanted, he wanted to leave earlier. He wanted, and, uh, yeah. And, and so I work out. with a guy who is, um, he has some, um, like a learning disability, but he's really like, he's a really big Seahawks fan. So we actually have, um, while he might have a learning disability, he's a really, really big Seahawks fan. He knows a lot about the team. And so we've had some really good conversations about him. And I got to a point where I was talking with him. I was like, I was like, Drew, I think I'm ready for for um, Pete Carroll to be gone. I'm like, look mm-hmm. at what the Seahawks have done. Like, they want to commit to the run game, but they they don't want to. But yet they don't want to bolster their offensive line. They don't invest they, in the offensive line or the running back, and position. which Give was one of the break. reasons why. Yeah, he. Um, which is one of the reasons why Russell Wilson wanted to leave because they weren't addressing their offensive line. Like I mean, it's great and they weren't be- they weren't um, getting him a lot of re- uh, other other like key players. They weren't they weren't bolstering their defense as well. I mean, Chris Carson's a pretty a good sh- back, but the defense has been a. He's also not. He's also himself. not like the greatest back in the world either. That's what I'm saying. They haven't invested. They haven't invested in ways to win the game. On one hand, they don't want to put the ball in Wilson's hand and let him throw a bunch. On the other hand, they don't really invest in running back, and they definitely don't invest. An offensive line, and usually, if you have a decent run game, you also want a good defense. Well, they used to have a good defense. It's been years since they have a good defense. They've been bottom of the league for, I don't know, it feels like the past four or five years. Okay, about three. There you go. Yeah, probably at least that. three. At least three. Yeah, we'll just three. we'll just like, say at least three. Just and it's just it, like and and I I know some of those players got a little bit older and they kind of aged out and they like it got too expensive fine. and everything. But and I was also talking with the same guy at work and um. 
And you rebuild. And, and, and I was just like, I'm like, this is what happens when teams give quarterbacks enormous contracts is they have a hard yeah. time making that balance now. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, look at Russell Wilson, one Super Bowl in his rookie contract. And it had two Super Bowl appearances, one, yeah, one of the them, flip, rookie the contract. The flip side of that argument is you got to have one of those quarterbacks. And if you got to have one, you got to pay him. And that's the going rate. Or yep. if you could, or if you can constantly find that next rookie quarterback to win you a Super Bowl or yeah. every five years, and the Browns, just turn them out. The Jets, how easy that is. I know, I I know, I I know, man. I'm just saying. Anyways, <laughs> I mean, like, I don't, I don't really like back to it. I really don't have mm-hmm. much else to say about the about like you're probably not benching DK Metcalf. It's it's really not a bad matchup on paper. It really isn't. Right. Um, Tyler Lock- uh, Tyler Lockett, you're. Please don't. I'm, I'm having to start him yeah, in yeah. Dynasty, but it's also Dynasty. You're kind of a slave to your team. Completely um, different. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, and, and also a bye week for Deontay Adams and a potential injury mm-hmm. for Odell Beckham. You know, Four like, like I get it. I'm yeah. having to start him. But, mm-hmm. but DK Stay Metcalf, you're probably starting him just because of upside. But I, I really like, I'm giving him two stars like like I am to Russell Wilson That's just because, bad. like, yeah. the, the, and DK is one of those guys, like, he's not a Tyler Lockett where he's a small dude that's really fast. He's a big dude that's really fast. Like, they, mm-hmm. they should be hammering him, like, just peppering him with, tar- like, outside targets, over-the-middle targets, yeah. whatever. Yeah. It's not happening. I mean, who's the running back? To Alex go. Collins right now? I mean, it's just, like, use the, the Who is terrible. Game. Who's terrible. Yeah, exactly. Agreed. Yeah. This entire team from top to bottom right now is a dumpster fire. And I, if Pete Carroll makes it into next season as the Seahawks head coach... I'd be super surprised. Agreed. Agreed. The only Agreed. reason the only reason that he would be is because the players love him. That's it. Yeah, but but that that wears you know you start racking up losses that wears out the welcome quickly. Yep. What we got left? Is that it? Uh, Chris, I think what we have left is um, everyone. Please check out the Sunday stream that we do. It starts at 10 a.m. Um, Central Standard Time or Central Daylight Time, whatever. Right here on YouTube, Central Time. Um, you know where you what time zone you live in, so do the math um, for us. But uh, we do some last minute injury updates. We do some asking for a friend segments, where you can also chime in. You, the the viewer, um, can Absolutely. chime in in the chat and ask your own mm-hmm. kind of lineup questions and whatever. Um, which is weird because I didn't really have a lot last week, and mainly because I shot holidays. myself in the foot one in one yeah. league, but. I was kind of just locked into what I had to work oh, with, yeah. so mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I get I get like that week, uh, uh, quite a few weeks actually. But yeah, I, I still try to think of uh, interesting dichotomies decisions that I'm I'm left with. Like eh, maybe somebody else sees it differently than I do, and it's not such a slam dunk. Like you mentioned, Singletary over maybe starting Zeke tonight. Anyway, Hold it. yeah. Well, we'll see what Singletary does. I mean, it's not like Zeke scored zero. Singletary could put up a two or not three. Not like he scored like ten. No, he definitely didn't. Anyway, I, I haven't looked in a while. Um, I've got, after, I've got, after I've got all that, all my um, you know, if you're checking us out on, in, if you're checking us out in YouTube format, you can always check us out in pretty much wherever podcasts are available. Um, I I'm warming up to Spotify as my podcast um, platform. Yep, not just because it's... it's projected to be like more the the most. Um, the most uh, highest used platform for uh podcast. But at the same time, I like that. I like with Spotify that you can play music and you can kind of like, you can create a music playlist, but then you can also just kind of sprinkle in some podcasts in there too. So you're like, oh, I've had enough music. 
you know, and then you can I just do that for like a long drive I, or I something. Would tend you know, to have, I would tend to have separate playlists for either, but I do like the one app to rule them all, so to speak. That you're getting at, and there. apparently that's I have used Spotify more than ninety-one percent of America. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a lot. Per their end of the year uh, stats, I'm like. Oh my, really? Wow. He does love himself some podcasts. I'm a little bit more of a YouTuber. But I, I don't use it for podcasts, though. Oh, I listen guy. to like maybe four hours of podcasts. Maybe. So music. The entire music year on, on Spotify. Yeah. The rest of it is just music. Music. We are amazing. And you can suck it. Amazing fantasy football, folks. Till next week. Later. Adios.